Hello builders. Welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast. A podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our water cooler conversations. A weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax and let's start with the episode. Uh, today we have Kundan and Kashish. Uh, Kundan is uh, Kundan is the CEO and Kashish is the CIO of LegalPay. Uh, so Kundan, uh, he is also the founder of a litigation finance platform called Adbook 8, in which uh, you know he uh, excelled in ample investment methods related to litigation finance. He's a specialist in writing articles on various topics like PE, fintech, payments, credit risk, and all. Kashish, on the other hand, uh, he while he is the CIO of LegalPay, he's also a founding member of a food and beverage startup he is an investor mentor and uh, you know he also has previous previous experience in uh, uh, golden goldman sachs and pwc and the likes so first of all welcome you guys uh, to the builders club uh, hey thank you thank you thank you so much cool uh, yeah thank you so much really looking forward to it so actually you are the you are the second founder duo we have had you we usually get solo you know either the co-founders there so nikita and nishita baliyar singh were the founders of nexus power and uh, you know ev tech startup they basically were the previous ones and what we usually find is you know whenever we get you know both the founders here there are a lot of other stories which uh, you know, uh, there's a very interesting and a healthy discussion which, which starts. So, why don't we start off with, uh, you know, your both of you's journey and either of you can start. Uh, so, from what I understand, Kundan, you are the subject matter expert, if I understand correctly. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, yeah. Uh, please, please go ahead. No, no, go on, go on, go on. Okay. See, I am, I'm not a subject matter expert, right? I mean, uh, so legal pay or litigation finance is a mixture of legal and the finance right and we are using technology too uh, and i don't understand uh, three of these things so uh, i'm not a lawyer i have no finance background i'm, I'm not a techie right uh so i mean this is just a uh, this is this is something which actually started from my interest in in a, in a particular segment uh and then that, that this is why i started advocate uh, startup i shut down that business in 2018 after, uh, i went after some while i started legal pay in 2019 uh, late, late 2019 and here we are yeah. if so you I, want i can give you some yeah so i basically wanted to you know probably start off and probably both of you can do this just help me understand a little bit of what you did before legal pay as well and we would also probably want to know how did you people find each other because you know both of you have a quite diverse uh, field of experience so where exactly did the twins meet for you guys as well so sure 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 
So I'll, I'll take the lead. Uh, so I'll quickly give give you uh, some background of about myself, if you discuss this, and then then we can actually start. So basically, uh, I, I come from. Uh, I am born and brought up in a village uh, uh, in in Bihar. It is nearby Muzaffarpur district, not Muzaffarnagar, right? Uh, I completed my schooling from there and moved to Patna for uh, college education. And from very beginning. i wanted to do something on my own something which has impact on people life uh, i i realized that that the best way to create impact on ground is is to work with marginalized segment and help them uplift their life so i i had worked with uh, leprosy uh, patient during my school days and my intention was to uh, make them skillful to stop going for uh, begging in nearby area uh, then i also worked with some kind of i mean uh, some political parties across the line uh, to to understand their perspective about impact uh, because they are the one whose policy has impact right uh, so our learning from working with them was uh, that collaboration is a key uh, while working with these powerful individuals i realized that they also have some kind of certain limitations and they are successful because they collaborate well create a win win situation uh and and i'm talking about uh, pre facebook era it was a all good time right so by that time i was able to figure out that let's create something which has impact on life uh, remain ethical and make some money for myself and other stakeholders uh so so i tried uh, doing something during my college days and i failed miserably uh came to delhi during winter of 2005 6 uh worked at few places and then joined excel uh anoida based uh, business process management company today's uh new york headquarter nasdaq listed company and uh, and then my curiosity helped me learn many things there and uh, i never side away from making mistakes uh and uh, by design i i always question status quo to seek if existing things can be simplified or innovate so i learned a new word called kaizen uh it's a japanese word which means uh, change for good uh it is a it is a lean uh, tool for continuous improvement process uh and I, i literally i mean eat drink sleep uh, this lean management was during my uh, tenure uh, with the excel uh so i mean and, and during that period i was actually supporting a very large us based insurance companies and my role was to identify the potential risk in the business and ways to improve so my acquaintance with insurance risk underwriting started from there and i started liking insurance so i thought that uh, it is very in- interesting segment to be in uh, and if i will do something probably probably it will be in the financial sector fsi or the insurance insurance sector so now uh, i had decided that what to do another important decision was when uh, i mean the journey from one entrepreneur to entrepreneur uh, so uh, i thought that uh, this is something which i am i'm going to do but uh, what is the right time so uh because because i i, I was doing very well uh, uh at at the excel and i was lucky enough to have great team members and the leadership there 
So I envision myself in next 10, 15 years. What will we be doing? So I realize uh, that if I do well and continue with the good work, probably I may achieve my super boss level, great salary, uh, managing few hundred to thousand people. Uh, this is how my career progression looked like. But I, I kind of realize that my bosses were not happy if they have achieved such that kind of. Status that kind of after so much of hard work or or, or or with a very long long tenure, if they are not happy, probably I'll I'll end up doing I'll end up being in the same situations. So I thought that I'll not go ahead with that that that, that kind of corporate life. But uh, but but I was taking some time. One day I was coming from office and I had a very severe accident, and that dude and uh, I was out of office for. a few weeks that duration actually gave me time to think that this is the right time to start i mean so uh, i left the job and i started first startup called advocate it was into uh, legal it was a legal tech startup also we tested the litigation funding and we kind of tested few products shut down that business in 2018 and in when i was uh, starting legal pay uh, we were actually looking for somebody who has the uh, experience in investment and then then i met uh, kashish so kashish is my first hire at legal pay and he has been doing tremendous job kashish over to you thank you so much kunal uh, uh, and uh, uh, see for me the journey has been by chance <laughs> to be very honest and i think the best things happen to us by chance instead of uh, thorough planning uh uh i primarily uh, have been working in the segment of investing strategy finance over the last 10 years uh, uh for me i mean for me i worked with very mature organizations such as goldman sachs uh, pwc in the deal advisory space for a few years i had my own startup as well into fnb space uh at a so i know uh, what challenges i was going to face when uh, i was having discussion with kundan in the initial phase but the biggest strength where i uh, think uh, uh, and which is helping us is the uh, kundan has been into the system for over last 5 years specifically in the legal tech system when we see uh, uh, in legal as a space i mean it's too humble for kundan to say that he is not a subject matter expert but at the end i think uh, the thing that has been working very well for us is definitely kundan's knowledge about what not even the top litigation funders globally or any of the top lawyers or law firms in india has been able to do uh, and second definitely his his uh, uh, zeal to challenge what is currently into the system so i think these two are primary factors apart from definitely when you are into the system you have very good connections etc etc but yeah, i think the best things that we have been uh, uh, very blessed with is kunal's learning into the system of litigation financing because uh, we all understand that legal is very complex uh, and for someone to have been into the system doing such things over the last 5 years seeking ideas and ways uh, uh, in which we can identify the low hanging fruits uh, and i think that's a biggest strength that we have uh, um, and uh, over to practitioners i mean in case you would like to understand more about any of us nahi nahi yaar absolutely i think uh, <laughs> you know why, why don't we get into you know the the problem uh, kundan which you identified which you thought because you have been in the in the 
financial litigation space why don't why don't you help us understand how this financial litigation business works the whole idea because i'm sure a lot of people here don't really understand how it functions so uh, so when, when i choose legal as a segment to get into uh, is very simple uh, first uh, i find this segment very large and has a massive impact second i realized that my skill set was very limited to insurance and risk or some kind of banking service so while legal uh, so i look at this industry in a very different way uh, uh, while objective of this industry is to deliver justice and maintain the constitutional right i see a high frequency of financial transaction happening uh, whether you are paying for court fee documentation lawyer fee some kind of claim alimony etc uh so i thought of setting up something similar to nabard uh, we bought in nabard it's a agriculture focused bank uh so i thought of setting up something recent nabard or a legal insurance company uh because this is how somebody can transfer their business uh and uh, these two businesses setting up insurance company or going for banking is a capital intensive highly regulated industry uh so i was unable to do that uh, uh so and and when when i thought of doing, getting into this segment uh because uh, i i'm not a lawyer so i i have the liberty or luxury of thinking but when you are a subject matter expert or when you know uh, a, a proper segment uh, you you know the limitations right so when i thought of that if there is something which is very similar to insurance somebody is unable to pay their lawyer bills can they use some kind of i mean platform some kind of product where they can actually transfer that uh, financial risk to somebody else and then i got to know about litigation funding uh, so i checked with lawyers that let's do that litigation funding in india uh, but people are like no you cannot come 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 to me court mein dekh lenge case kar denge bahut sari cheezein is tarike ki cheezein yeah uh, so i had hired a lawyer uh as a legal head uh to to help me with with the entire process and it took me around more than one and a half years convincing that litigation funding is doing great mm-hmm. uh and uh during 2018 early 2018 supreme court passed a judgment and they kind of mentioned that litigation funding has been practiced since 1876 it was never barred only that lawyers can participate i mean they cannot fund the case so litigation funding in nutshell is a practice where a third party invest in a claim uh, and if if you win that claim uh, they will expect a potential or they will expect a partial uh, kind of uh, claim value from your entire value oh, wow. so it is you know, so this is this is something uh, it, 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 it it is in practice it is it is a mainstream uh recess in 2008 recession uh, helped this industry become mainstream because there were cash crunch issues businesses were actually very tight up with the uh, cash flow so they kind of uh, explored the litigation funding and it became mainstream when people were actually reaching out to litigation uh, if they have a meritorious claim but they don't have money to pursue that claim litigation funder will invest and if they win they will share some uh, recovery amount so this is covered for both b2b and b2c or only b2b and it is it is across it is b2b b2c but uh, 
from our perspective from legal pay perspective we are currently focusing on the b2b sector uh, uh, because that's where the fact checks and probably even the the the, the cases might be a little bit standardized instead of being- exactly so 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 there, there there are a couple of reasons right first thing is uh, so when we kind of fund a case we we do a proper underwriting process right so uh, and the underwriting criteria uh, criteria are uh, merit of the claim right uh, second is the recoverability chances what if if we fund a case, fund a case and even if we win samne wale party ke paas paisa nahi hai so they won't be able to give us the money so that's the second check third is the skill set of the legal team so jo lawyer involved hai uh, unka experience kya hai very similar to a startup raising funds right team ko perform kar payegi ki nahi kar founding team kaisi hai and fourth is the timeline so timeline kaisa hai uh, since ye ek financial investment hai uh, so we prefer that uh, if the claim or the case will take less than 3 years or around 3 years we'll go ahead and make make, make the investment but during our underwriting if you realize that this type of case may take more than 3 years we we may not fund that case mm-hmm. interesting interesting so legal i guess are there any other people who are doing this thing as well so there are i mean not in india mm-hmm. so at the first day in india but obviously there are global players there are listed players right uh, i mean so this industry is very very big uh so in india we are we are the first one yeah, yeah. so kundan kashish i think both of you uh, kundan you any which was probably advocate was your first business first startup is what i yes, yes. and then you know yes. this one was a natural progression into the legal pay journey wanted to understand mm-hmm. this is something which is very important for first time founders as to you know what was the zero to one journey like because there might be definitely a lot of challenges that you must have faced while starting up right from convincing as you pointed out convincing the parties in the ecosystem itself that this is something possible and then finding the uh, clients as well and then the client expectations managements and all so can you you know probably run us through the first two three clients which you got and what kind of experiences that you had with them sure and any any sure, sure, challenges sure. that you faced in the process Sure, 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 sure. So obviously, see, I mean, uh, being an outsider has a certain, I mean, benefit, right? So I had the luxury of thinking anything, right? so that this can be done. Uh, but uh, the 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 biggest hurdle which which we faced and is still we are facing is this is from the stakeholders. So litigation funding is nothing. We are actually here to help the uh, other stakeholders, whether they are law firm, lawyers. Uh, or 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 the client. I mean, the business is. But when we started, people used to think that this is illegal. This cannot be done. Anything. Look at it. That we have case. Car did. We talked. 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 what is what is the way that i can actually get into this segment because i i don't come from this legal legal segment i i don't understand anything about it then i thought let's create something which 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 will help lawyers or the law firms to to kind of manage their practice but what i realized lawyers hate <laughs> paying for any kind of services right they don't want to pay. 
वट दे नीड दे नीड मनी सो अगर आप उनको पैसा कहीं से भी देते हैं क्लाइंट का हेल्प करते हैं I I also realize that there are multiple clients or multiple things. Uh, I mean, people people don't have money and uh, their case uh, get gets adjourned. So 40% time, ah, uh, जो case आपका adjourned होता है uh, एक एक पूरे ecosystem में legal system में उसमें ये सबसे बड़ा होता है कि lawyers time पे court में नहीं होते हैं. And that 40% time जो adjourned होता है वो आपका overall जो life cycle है case को खा देता है. अगर client अगर regularly timely pay करे lawyers को तो वो chances जो हैं वो कम होते हैं. तो सबसे बड़ा hurdle जो हमें जो लगा वो ये कि legal system के हिसाब से. And when we started Google पे भी कोई document नहीं था जो इस या कोई ऐसा content था ही नहीं जो ये बता सके कि litigation funding के साथ एक या इंडिया का एस्पेक्ट क्या कुछ नहीं था तो ये ये हमारा सबसे बड़ा था दूसरा ऑब्वियसली लोगों को क्योंकि हम इन्वेस्ट करने के बिजनेस में हैं हम लोगों को पैसा देने के बिजनेस में हैं तो क्लाइंट तो हैं क्लाइंट को भी चैलेंज नहीं है उसको तो अगर सौ रुपए का क्लेम है सामने वाला उसको सौ रुपए भी नहीं दे रहा दस रुपए देने की बात कर रहे हैं और हम कह रहे हैं कि नहीं नहीं वो सौ रुपए का तुम सौ रुपए लो हम पैसा देने लड़ी है तो उसमें कोई चैलेंज नहीं है लेकिन इको में सबसे बड़ा चैलेंज है कि लॉयर्स एंड लॉ फॉर्म दे यूज दिस इज इलीगल एक लीगल का टर्म है आई एम सॉरी अगर ये लोगों को बोरिंग लगे तो ऊपर है एक एक लीगल का टर्म है जिसको कॉन्टीजेंसी बेस्ड फी इट इज इट इज एक्चुअली सक्सेस बेस्ड फी सो इफ यू विन लॉयर को पैसा मिलेगा अगर नहीं है तो उसने यूएस में ये चलता है यूके में चलता है इंडिया में लॉयर्स इस चीज को नहीं कर सकते अगर कोई करता है चोरी छुपके तो वो अलग कहानी है पर आप बार काउंसिल का जो एक्ट है एडवोकेट एक्ट है उसके हिसाब से चीजों को नहीं कर सकते सिंस यहाँ पे हम लिटिगेशन फंडर जो थर्ड पार्टी है पैसा लगाते हैं तो हमारा जो वर्टिंग है वो सक्सेस बेस्ड है सो वट एवर इन्वेस्टमेंट वी मेक इट इज अन रिकोर्स हिंदी से इशू नहीं है normally the way investors put money in startups and then you mm-hmm. know if they basically invest in 100 startups and then you know one of them or two of them you are able to recover the whole money is that the same way that works for uh, your business as well so i mean you may if if we have to draw some conclusion or some comparison we can definitely take that example but investment in legal claims is inevitable unlike other alternative asset class Mm-hmm. monetization is uncertain for example if you have invested in a startup or a tech company mm-hmm. uh, in order to realize the liquidity there has to be some catalyst to, to get the liquidity events mm-hmm. like company has to sold acquire ipo etc right mm-hmm. and you don't know uh, when will when uh, will it happen right however investment in legal claims will definitely get closer either settlements judicated win or loss but you have the final outcome Yeah. Another factor uh, which which I would like to emphasize on 
that when we make investment into a legal claim we understand that that uh, we are in a business of i mean uh, making investment into i mean legal legal claims it's so it's it's a very i mean uh, high 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 risk asset class but what we do during our writing process we try to mitigate maximum risk and in india from india perspective we are the first player so we have the cherry pick so we can pick the best cases where we are 100% sure that this case we agree so during our writing we have so legal based primarily a data focus take enable litigation finance so whatever we do it has to be backed by certain people people think that no no it is all about some kind of law no it is not about the, the law only right as i mentioned there is a possibility that legal merit excellent but what if if there is no recovery the opposite party is not kept not in a position to pay they have already filed the bankruptcy mm. so whatever we uh, i mean do or we take the decision to make investment to a particular case or not make in, uh, investment into a case is based on the, the data this is uh, very interesting here yeah, because then you are basically saying that you are using data and since this is b2b focused so fir you any which ways have those data points ye b2c case ki tarah thoda ambiguous nahi ho jata in sab cheezon mein right so there is exactly for everything exactly so advocate taught us what you should not do while setting up a litigation finance company right so that was our biggest learning uh, so during advocate we realize we are actually going after every kind of case in in legal pay that's that is not the case we won't touch any case which are filed in uh, filed below high right uh, we we won't fund any cases where parties are individuals no there has to be i mean businesses because establishing the claim recoverability and every kind of securitization is is very much possible when parties are businesses businesses has certain kind of reputation right they will prefer to to go for settlement mm. individuals i mean so underwriting becomes very difficult for it mm. Mm. and and how, what kind of traction have you seen from in the investors side and from the normal community in general excellent excellent because uh, what what we have realized that uh, there is an increase in awareness right uh, in 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 the, in the port part where uh law firms of the businesses they are actually appro- approaching us uh for for litigation funding or the kind of fund requirement for their client or for or for their businesses on the, on the second hand side i mean i let kashish answer that that investor part right but we see a great traction from from because we are creating a very lucrative asset class which was previously only accessible to ultra sni kashish is yeah thank you gundan uh, so as as in the start of our discussion we were discussing uh, i always consider this as a fintech and wealthtech uh, because definitely we are part of uh, legal system so legal is in the core of our uh, working as well as being in the tech system and have a tech focused uh, so tech and legal will go hand in hand but finance or fintech is the area uh, where we consider majority of our focus is because on the flip side it's a very beautiful asset class uh, 
we are working with multifamily offices, family offices, uh, HNIs, ultra HNIs have been deploying their capital into the system of how they can leverage very lucrative asset class. We're working with international funders, uh, Australia-based funders, Dubai-based funders, UK, US-based funders, and that's where we see uh, uh, this area. See, uh, India is a very lucrative market, not just because of the size, but also the amount of complexity in our businesses. So it becomes a very natural progression for these international funders who have been to the system, but they are still able to crack the nut what we have been doing for the last five years now. Uh, when it comes to the investor side, uh, multifamily offices, family offices have been enjoying this asset class for uh, almost uh, over 100 years uh, in India, in much an informal way. Uh, but now we are like formalizing it for them. Definitely that becomes a natural progression for us. In addition to that, we have now opened up this asset class for the mass upper retail category investors who want to just test uh, what is with 1% of their portfolio, 2% of their portfolio, 5% of their portfolio and see how patient capital can give you long term returns. So and now we have opened this for uh, such investors also, but definitely we understand uh, the risk reward scenarios for them. So for upper retail category investors, success rate matters much instead of uh, a very lucrative, high attractive IRRs. Uh, so definitely they are defining thesis. Uh, for the upper retail category investors which is very less risky as compared to the other ones uh, but definitely giving them still amazing returns what any other asset class could barely give you so which starts as has 20-25 watt percent pre-tax return yeah. so I think uh, uh, and definitely it's depends upon the kind of thesis that we launch so there are a couple of products with even 30 percent plus errors and definitely it's a very uh, depending on thesis of the capital investment uh, these products are structured and our motto is to give more and more alternative investments to the investors and see them their capital working for them so i think uh, that's an area or aim uh, at least for uh, uh, legal pay in the going future nice yes. So, so a, a small point I would like to just add. So Indian legal expense market is uh, it is twenty twenty billion dollar market, uh, and it is it is growing eight to ten percent CAGR. Yeah. So, opportunity is very very big. Nice, nice. I have one more question. After that, we'll open up the floor for uh, questions, guys. If you have any questions, just raise your hand, and we'll pull you up. Uh, and then you can ask your questions. Chandrakant has already raised his hand. Uh, anybody else? Shan, you should also definitely ask a question. Uh, and anybody else who has a question, please raise your hand and come over. Uh, so, guys, I have just one question. After that, you know, we'll uh, we'll get the others to come in as well. Let me just see. Yeah, Durga, I have I've given you access as well. Yeah, hi. So, uh, so Kashish Kundan. Uh, it's been two years so you people are playing in the legal uh, in the legal uh, you know playground uh, people find this play, play this this whole domain to be very very messy uh, and very very you know red tapeish while it might say that you know there are so many uh, what do you call it uh, it's it's a fairly uh, you know uh, inst uh, what do you call it rule based thing but things don't re always work according to rules or plans 
so have there have you seen any kind of deviations or you know have you seen any kind of malpractices which happen you know while in the process which probably takes away the objectivity from the from the decision making sure 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 great question uh and uh, what we think uh, because see i i'm i'm an outsider right mm. so when when i enter into this segment uh, people people were saying this this similar thing uh, so general general perception is that indian judicial system being sluggish mm. uh, which is somehow right mm. but data says different thing uh, generally we compare ourselves with uh Uh, i mean every time uh, or at least most of the time we we compare ourselves with uh, usa when when we kind of uh, measures some kind of achievement so what 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 i think or what i i i have kind of uh, seen that uh, uh, the the perception is 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 not that right because uh, in in usa uh, court takes uh close to 28 months before covid uh, obviously covid has impacted the overall timeline across the globe but court generally takes 28 months uh, to dispose of a civil case in india uh, if you see the data across high court and above uh, we are around 30 34 to 36 so it is it is not that bad if usa is delivering in 28 29 months at we are in in 36 months is just 6 7 6 6 or 7 months right i i i'm not saying uh, uh, this the situation is that clean uh, but i but i'm i'm i'm, I'm also highlighting that it was not that bad too right another part is since we are into commercial litigations right commercial litigation is primarily it is i mean it is it it goes for the arbitrations mm. arbitration is a time bound activity jidhar marzi karna hai udhar aap karo right so probably 12 mahine 18 mahine 24 mahine mein appeal ka samjhi so main aapko high court ka data daily high court so india mein jitne bhi high court hai unka average performance 36 including criminal and the civil matter right so criminal is a matter of state investigations hai bahut sari cheeze hai wahan pe practices ho sakte hain par jab civil ke bare mein baat karte hain to civil mein dependency se do log ke bich do party hote hain generally ke bich mein hoti hai kyunki hum commercial case mein hai bahut sari cheeze jo hai already data aur document pe hota hai ye clear clear mention ki ye cheeze is tarike se likha hua hai right आर्बिट्रेशंस और बाकी सब का ये है कि वो ऑलरेडी एग्रीमेंट में जो आप जाते हैं तो आर्बिट्रेशन क्लॉज होता है जहां से चीजें पहले ही डिफाइन होती है कि किधर जाएगा क्या होगा इस 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 इसका तो चीजें जो है वो उतनी ज्यादा बुरी नहीं है जो अभी की अभी टाइम जो करेंट गवर्नमेंट है ट्वेंटी फिफ्टीन में दे पास आई मीन दे काइंड ऑफ ब्रॉट एन अमेंडमेंट दैट काइंड ऑफ इंश्योर्स that you cannot have more than 3 adjustments in the life cycle of a particular commercial case mm. so if you go and pull out the data uh, from iicode website mm. and you can compare the timeline taken to dispose of a civil case or the commercial case before 2015 and after 2015 you can see the drastic change mm. so there are certain measures which government or the judiciary they are they are actually taking to make things 
better for the businesses mm-hmm. so we don't see i mean honestly we don't see that kind of malpractices happening uh, because we are primarily dealing into high courts supreme court and the, uh, and the arbitration these are the high, high level of forums uh, where where everything is i mean being scrutinized uh, so so we see a very transparent way. that's that's a very interesting take here uh, kundan because i think corporate side mein fir bhi cheeze thodi si theek hai b2c side is a completely different ball game so i think b2b because there is money involved because there are stakeholders involved uh, and the the chances of things getting right and people mediating is it's it's not technically criminal you know majority of the times the cases are not technically criminal those are primarily probably some kind of malpractices or you know missed out on some things here and there but p2c is probably a little bit of a different ball game exactly ex- exactly i mean see uh, i mean the, the whole idea of litigation funding it is is just to give you the level playing field you should not be david so you have a different approach you cannot drag the cases so yeah. I mean, the, the entire process uh, or the entire process of litigation money to help businesses mm. or help them to this claim to give them access to this. So, Kundan, let's just move on to the questions now. So, guys, in case you have any questions for Kashish and Kundan, the founders of Legal Pay, uh, around anything either the way their business operates or about the the way they are approaching the business or in general the legal ecosystem please raise your hands and we'll pull you up uh, chandar khan you can start off with your first question after that you know durga can go after you as some few small questions uh, yeah, yeah. basically i want to understand you said that your irr is somewhere around 30% you have like uh, options to invest for that also right there are multiple yeah. different options and person can go with the riskier option also Yeah, could you tell me the what is the risk profile for that? Okay, see, uh, like uh, uh, we were discussing in the start of our conversations that when you are comparing it loosely with how VCs work, uh, whenever an angel fund or an early stage VC function, primarily they invest into ten odd uh, startups. They expect one or two of them to become multi bagger and recoup the. Uh, 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 losses of the other one which are not materialized as a pure play exit strategy obviously when you are comparing with litigation finance as an asset class we create different structured spvs and these spvs diversify your investments or the amount into different different litigation cases when and definitely these cases go through a very stringent diligence process uh, uh, like kundan said so every case goes through a three level diligence process legal diligence everything should be documented documentary proofs you know relying on personal evidence etc second financial diligence of both the plaintiff as well as the opposing party and the third we don't put a uh, bet just on the horses we also test the jockey and that's where we see who the lawyer is what's the success chances of the success ratios of such lawyers fighting a similar case etc etc so after going through a detailed underwriting process plus we have a proprietary tech also so we have a 15 point plus tech scoring algorithm which rates and merits each cases on a rating scale 
so as to aid in our underwriting process. So we have Edward Tech screening the cases for us, a strong in-house legal and risk underwriting team underwriting such cases, a financial team within in-house doing the financial analysis and viabilities. Uh, post all this uh, criteria of very robust underwriting we refer it to our approval panel which is again renowned lawyers and other professionals within the industry having a similar experience of uh, uh, as an approval thing so depending upon the rating of each case and the measure wall plus the stage of each case we rate each case on its success probabilities for us we would never ever like to invest in a case where you don't see a hundred percent chance of getting a success but still uh, there are some lucrative cases where you would have seen the trial happening those fit into late stage cases where you get lower cut and get definitely lower the cut lower the risk lower the returns but still you make 20 to 25 percent RRs vis-a-vis uh, -vis, there are stances where you wouldn't have seen trial happening and it's an early stage case in such a cases higher the risk higher the returns and vice versa so that's how a structuring happens at our end depending upon different thesis of each investor we launch an spv only on investing such cases uh, which the thesis would have administered to so that an investor uh, and definitely when you are making an investing class uh, we do not want to be a one-off activity we want our investors to to understand uh, one the investor class second see where the money is growing and third understand how it is happening for them and with the regularity of investments is where we see this investing class progressing forward so i wouldn't want a single investor to just invest once make it a habit uh, and definitely it's a patient uh, capital because you would have to wait I mean this is this won't happen on, uh, on a day one or a day 360 or a day 370 it will take its normal progression to happen depending upon various thesis of each pool I hope I tried uh, yeah it was a very detailed answer and I, com I, I thought I think I completely understood the things which you go through before investing in a particular asset or oh, basically the asset which is for you Yes. Yeah. So yes. still, there must be a drawdown, right? There must be like ten percent risk on total capital or twenty percent risk on total capital, which you must be taking in. Definitely, definitely. I would like to highlight the same point which Kundan said. Every case uh, has a inevitable outcome. Uh, either you win it or lose it, and that's where we diversify every amount across at least six to ten odd cases so for example even if some investor commits just twenty five thousand that twenty five thousand will be diversified across six to ten odd cases and even if we win one of those six to ten odd cases uh we will recoup so even at a 70 to 20 odd person success rate your capital is protected because you have success chances so you don't lose the capital even at a 20 percent success rate so basically, if I was supposed to compare it to a mutual fund, uh, so there is no market which is uh, uh, holding you back or controlling your things. It is basically you it's yourself yeah, yeah. can control the okay, risk and profile, and, everything. And see, the best part about it is it is not, uh, it is not uh, driven by any uh, regulatory or macroeconomic factors. So for example, even if uh, you see uh, 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 any, so for example, God forbid, but any uh, such pandemic happening, you will see market going south at a at the rate which it peaked over the last one year. Uh, but such pandemic or such uh, uh, depressions or 
similar recession scenarios don't impact such asset classes in fact such asset classes perform the best in recessions we would have seen similar uh, best performance of such asset classes in 2008-9 when litigation financing became mainstream in the US similar thing is happening with uh, Indian domain because uh, more the businesses uh, face cash, uh, cash crunches is when they adopt various means to transfer the cost to transfer the risk to a third party funder like us so that's a natural progression for us uh, so this is the last question from my side so basically if someone uh, from a normal basically if you watch an hni or something you mentioned that that person can also come and test your product basically yeah, yeah. we yeah. do a structured pooling for all hnis ultra hnis we have an exclusive fund thesis for uh, definitely because they understand the capital better and we diversify or invest the amount based on predefined thesis for them so we act like wealth managers for them mm-hmm. so and if there is no person is there any minimum bar you have kept okay that person has to be like okay 5 lakhs minimum net uh, something right? is there any bar at that so currently i mean for alternative hni is we structured pools uh, and definitely for them the ticket size is much higher but for upper retail category what we have recently launched now uh, uh, is in uh pre defined investment thesis uh fund where ticket size starts as low as 25000 okay uh, there is a continuing question over that so basically you must have registered uh, with uh, with government i don't know which uh, thing it falls under the investment i don't know investment outside or third party investment i don't know which does it fall under but basically for uh, registering as a mutual fund you have particular regulations and things so where does this falls under not a mutual fund per se because yeah. you're not uh, this is typically in whether we call it investing investing but it's not typically investing also uh, it's a case management we are managing case for any party and that's where it fall in a case management services but yeah. and uh, even the best uh, economies uh, don't have it regulated uh, and for india if we talk about and that's a matter of uh, 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 i mean a general uh, dominance within our uh, ecosystem that we always work on a post facto thing so for example wallets were not regulated for over 7 8 years of their existence same with cryptos similar if you even talk about e pharmacies they were not regulated for 6 to 7 years of their existence so such things uh, happen regulations naturally follow through but that happens Uh, at a natural progression of uh, say for example 4 5 years they take their own sweet time and let the industry evolve first but for legal pay one thing that i would like to highlight we follow the best standards in the world we work with international funders we work with all top uh, tier 1 tier 2 lawyers and law firms and that's where we understand uh, the best practices so we in all possible senses are very ethical very data Uh, driven very data privacy for us i mean we have chinese walls within our system as well and that's where we see uh, uh whenever we will be following the best practices even the regulations will be the outside of the, those purviews so we try and be as uh, uh data centric as well as as uh, uh uh i mean we know what best practices are followed in the world so we try and abide by those practices just just to ensure uh that even when regulations will come through we will be definitely abiding all those regulations uh, thank you kashish yeah thank you amazing thing and uh, and I, a, i hope i'll also go through this in more detail this, this is a very interesting beta uh, uh, kashish so if i want to today put in money 
you into your fund then i can basically put in money in your fund and you can use that money and then you can give me returns is that what you're saying yes so we don't take any money so legal pay won't take any money of yours uh, it's a structured pool vehicle where you will still be the rightful owners for those uh, cases or the underlying assets as we would call it so it's going live uh, uh, early next week uh, it's still not live but still we have ample amount of commitments even before the live uh, going into play but yes you or any other investor will still be the rightful owners for uh, the underlying assets and even if uh, god forbid uh, something happens to legal pay you will still be the rightful receivers of the money and that's where we don't take any money any single penny on uh directly uh as the investors money it directly goes into structured spvs where you would be the limited partners and the rightful owners we just charge our service fee uh from the llp that's it and is there any kind of legal liability if i put no, money in definitely it's a limited liability partnership where you will be the limited partner so we will be in charge of managing the entire operations as uh, any vc fund or a wealth manager would do so we manage everything you just uh, invest the amount and uh, you would definitely get a detailed underwriting note thesis definitely the details would be masked so that as to protect client attorney privileges but you would uh, get details of where your money would have invested so we believe in complete transparency and that's where we say uh, the best businesses are built when you are completely transparent with your customers so basically there are three different parties to this ecosystem uh one is the one who's putting in the money the fund the people who are putting in the money for the funds these funds then are uh, are used for fighting cases for a business and then there are lawyers involved so the lawyer the business and these funds these are the three different parties with whom you are uh, your, your ecosystem is is with, right Yes, very right, and it's a win-win situation for all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Kashish. Durga, you can go with your question. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- thanks a lot for the uh, good, uh, wonderful session, guys. Uh, I think a couple of questions Chandrakant has already uh, asked, and uh, so I have even lot of questions that I want to uh, clarify. First thing, so what is the lock-in period uh, for uh, the product? Sure. As an investor, thing you are asking? Yes, as an investor. So if I if I invest some fifty thousand, so what is the lock-in period? Understood. So every pool will have its own unique uh, things. So the one that and definitely. So for example, when you talk about multi-family offices, family offices, they have a patient capital. They would want uh, higher IRRs. They can invest amount for five years, seven years because it works for them. They want their money to grow. But as uh, we are. want uh, i mean democratizing this asset class for the wider available we understand that retail investors who are not as patient but they want decent returns till 2025% makes sense uh but they want timely returns and uh, want uh, to still enjoy better ARRs and that's where for upper retail category investors the one fund that we have launched will invest only in arbitrations and arbitrations have a timeline of 12 years extendable by 6 12 months sorry extendable by 6 months so within 18 months you are certain to at least get uh, a bit of resolution and definitely the entire sp will be investing into 6 to 10 odd cases 
typical cycle would be 36 months plus extendable by 24 months we will try and give you maximum returns within a 36 month period but distributions will start happening after an year itself so you'll have certain certain distributions for a resolved case after 12 months a couple of them may happen after 20-24 month balance can happen around 30-36 month a couple of them we understand would be tail long tails as well so might happen at uh, a 40-44 month as well but within a five year maximum tenure you'll get all the distributions in place so it's a 36 month extendable by 24 months because we understand there might be certain contingencies because of covid etc okay but the first return uh, comes for me only after 12 months yes it starts happening after 12 months because uh there it's an arbitration focused one so you have arbitration as the criteria plus it will be investing only late stage cases where you see where we have seen natural trial or a progression happening plus we also invest in claim monetizations so claim monetization is a scenario where you have an awarded claim already it's just that because of covid courts are not functioning or there may be scenarios where uh, the courts are uh, uh, taking some execution time because of not proper efficiency uh, and the plaintiff approaches us to discount it more in a very lame sense again compare it to a revenue discount model where you have an awarded claim it's just that there is an execution period of 69 months at the six month period you get a 20 percent but you enjoy 40 percent as simple as that and and what is the tax implication on these returns How okay so all uh, yeah all returns uh, so 20 25 odd percent is a pre-tax return at the entity level post tax you will roughly get around 15 odd percent and all the distributions that will be given to you will be tax-free so you need not pay any tax uh, definitely you need to file your itrs but we'll give you all the details for our investors to how to do the same but uh 15 to 17 percent odd you can anticipate as a post-tax return for you no tax on it and you were also uh, referring to this llp a limited using yes. uh, uh, partnership so recently uh, our uh, rajya sabha had uh, passed a bill to decriminalize some 12 uh, points to, to democratize this LLP. So I just want to know from uh, your view, so so what is the risk of uh, decriminalizing these 12 points in this LLP at, from an investor perspective? Okay, that doesn't impact us. Uh, LLP has been into the same form over the last uh, uh, 13 odd years and will still remain same. Uh, it doesn't hamper us anyway. You still be the limited partners. These are certain provisions added to make it a more stringent area but doesn't impact our business model or thesis at all these are general amendments which okay. keep, keep on happening so one last question uh, so you said uh, whatever the discussion what i understood it's a seasonal seasonal kind of business so if there is some some issue in the market or in, in the economy then uh, the, the business is good so so what what if the uh, the, the economy is in good phase and uh, things are going well so how the returns would be from if you invest in your products definitely i'll just clarify the business is great always uh, it's super great when there is a distress because you get better cuts but uh, litigation financing is something where even the top funders are looking at india as the next growth 
area because one so so for example just uh so for example if you are uh, running a business uh you see a litigation happening and your majority of the budget you don't allocate your budget to fight a litigation claim you even if you would have a legal budget it would be to defend a case in case something happens against you so majority of the times what you do you go for a settlement out of the court settlement you say okay let let me go the amount let go of the amount so if i have a 1 crore claim or a 50 lakh claim i'll say it's okay if you i'll incur 20 25 odd lakh just to fight out that claim there's no point or you say let's settle it for uh, 50% of the amount let's let's take a 40% of the amount and let's settle the matter whatever amount i realize however on the other side when uh, you approach us for legal pay uh, we say you will still get your 100% of the amount plus added interest plus the litigation cost that has been incurred on your behalf and we will fight it for you you need not worry about any amount if you win the case we take a cut if you lose it we don't take anything does it uh, sound lucrative to you durga tell me uh, yeah it does right that's that's when we say with that's never a seasonal business i'd say uh it becomes more more lucrative when you have conditions like distress because businesses are ready to give you haircuts but definitely it's a it's a cash uh a flow uh, and a very lucrative business for definitely the investors and for the businesses because it it let go of their burdens and for the investors it's a very lucrative asset class so one one more last my last question here so uh, how many cases right now you have worked on <laughs> yeah so uh, uh, how many cases you have uh, worked on and uh, so what is your success rate so if somebody okay. okay for so we have been into the system for our 5 years we invest into different kinds of cases all these are uh, multi family offices family offices so these are very private contracts we don't disclose uh, the number of success rates of such cases in public and that said uh, uh, for the upper retail category this is the first launch that we are happening and want to democratize this asset class so but and just to give you some bit of comfort uh, during advocate times kundan uh, you would like to highlight what has been your uh, uh, journey at the time of advocate funding different litigation cases yeah sure sure so obviously i mean during advocate in the last one uh, one is still in the court and we go uh so historically if we look at the data across globe uh the win ratio is around 70 uh, 80% uh so that's that's the normal estimate wow that's a good number okay okay yeah, yeah that, thanks a lot for uh, so, so durga has actually been looking for revenues to invest and that's the reason why he was asking so many questions <laughs> so probably <laughs> Durga, you know you can connect with Kundan and Kashish, uh, you know yep. offline as well to take this conversation. Thanks a lot, Durga, for the detailed question, man. Shan, you can go next, guys. We'll take one last question after this. So, in case anybody of you has a question, you can just raise your hands. We'll pull you in. Otherwise, you know, after Shan, I'll have a question and then we'll close. Shan, you can go next. Yeah, am I audible? Yes, yes, you're audible now. yeah first of all i am amazed with your concept and uh, second thing i want to uh, put a scenario see what happens in arbitration and in all the court cases see if you have one in the case in arbitration or nclt 
parties ought to go to uh, challenge that okay so sometimes it goes to a high court then supreme court and sometimes what happens in cases a uh, question of law arises then you have to uh, get some senior advocate sometimes it happens maybe uh, it might happen that sometimes your calculation may go wrong so any such thing happened before with, uh, with you yeah sure 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 uh, obviously so i'll i'll take that so i mean uh, it it happens but the majority of time i mean probably 80% time uh, when you go for appeal the high court says that please go back to the arbitration hall right so that's the majority case right? we we consider that 20% time high court or the supreme court may accept that kind of appeal right so there is a probability that our budget may suit up right so our cost may increase and that has happened in past so we kind of plan that in advance that what if, if our budget i mean should should stop so uh, we kind of manage that kind of commercial with the client that if we invest extra capital our cut will be slightly higher okay because uh, sometimes uh, it happens that uh, many cases go th- uh, in the appeal and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the question the question of law is a thing that i am asking because sometimes you have to engage a senior advocate for that case what would you do if, if such a scenario arises if such a complicated issue comes see i mean that's the client decision we are uh, a passive investor in in a litigation or the arbitration right so we don't pick up the uh, advocate the senior or the normal guy uh, so if client feels and there is some additional cost uh based on our commercial agreement we'll go ahead and and for that 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 cost too and lastly i would like to suggest you that uh, if you have said you have uh, you work for the high court and supreme court i would like to say that you can go for the check bounce cases uh, 138 ni in district courts as well because they these are short short win cases and See, i mean uh, we want uh, sorry we want to uh, the only challenge is Uh, there is some part of criminal uh, angle to that uh, i mean check bounce cases right uh, and currently we are actually the uh, fresh uh, commercial cases right very clean commercial cases so that's why we are not diversifying into uh, for example msct cases or check bounce cases or some kind of i mean uh, i mean dodi related cases i sorry dodi i mean some kind of uh, i mean divorce related cases we we do get that kind of request to for, for funding but in in future we will definitely diversify thank you thank you for your suggestions thank you um kundan kashish how have how has uh, the conversation been till now how's the question question session q and a session been Yeah, excellent, amazing. I mean, very insightful. I mean, uh, I, 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 I actually, I am, I'm enjoying this, this conversation. People are actually, they are, they are very interested. So, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I think has been a great experience. I think the inquisitiveness of uh, uh, Durga and Chandrakant kept me <laughs> on my toes at least towards the end. But looking forward to interact uh, on further such conversations. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much for having me. you know that's the beauty of the builders club it's the quality of people and the conversations which we cherish here uh, so anyway so i basically have one last question um 
so help so this is this is technically a kind of a what do you call it shafiq shafiq you have just raised your hand okay so um, last question after the shafiq you can take one so this is technically a um, you are creating a funding instrument out of the legal ecosystem am i right i mean yes I, and it's purely asset bank sorry so this is an alternative asset asset backed uh, uh and very secured and a patient asset class uh, uh in the sense that even if at a 20 25% odd success rate you're still uh, get your money and it's purely asset backed uh, uh i mean definitely uh, someone who would be investing into angel investing would want to diversify across similar asset classes or upper retail category investors we want to test uh, 4 to 5% of their portfolio uh, on such asset classes where they cherish uh, and see their asset class performing for them hmm. Hmm. no so so this is very interesting because this is one ecosystem i don't know about the regulations but here but uh, like if when you invest in a uh in a company or if you invest and get stocks of a certain thing how exactly does the law consider let's say i i have money and if i want to put money for you uh how exactly is that going to work out in terms of me putting where do i which line item does this taxation bit fall in uh you know how do i justify this income which comes in here just want a little bit of clarity on that part okay in terms of a uh, structural procedure i think it's much more simpler uh, it's as good as you are doing a business of a case management service uh, and since you have the limited partners the profits derived uh, are as good as profits from pgbp that's profits and gains from business and profession so all the profits to limited partners as pgbp are exempt in the hands of partners so whatever distributions you get are more likely in the form that you did a business of case management services and you collectively all of you who would have been the limited partners appointed legal pay as your designated partner to manage such services or manage such entity so in all possible senses it is guided or regulated by ministry of corporate affairs and it's a designed llp which complete transparency of operations to you So it's in plain simple sense you are doing a business uh, under you also sign an LLP agreement or risk and consent agreement a non disclosure agreement etc and you appoint legal pay for its services that's it and and this is you people are already profitable uh, i'll this let seems, you could answer that <laughs> seems like a business with a with a pure fail safe mechanism here i don't see it failing in any way Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, I I won't comment on where we are profitable or not. Obviously, uh, uh, we are on revenue, and uh, I mean, our revenue model, business model is very very simple. Uh, we follow a private equity model, so we have two percent management fee of whatever investment commitment we receive from the case investors to make investment to the cases, and twenty percent carry. So, we are on revenue from day one. okay okay no it seems it seems like that because this is a very because i, I as i said that this is a and you know kudos to you uh, kundan to actually identify this this market 
because before you i don't think anybody else had actually thought about this <laughs> yeah, thank you thank you for your kind words thank you so vinod has just joined and he raised his hand in the end and we'll just take his last question and then we'll end vinod uh, yeah you, hi you can hear me yeah yeah we can hear you yeah uh, first of all kudos to you guys uh, your business model seems to be very fascinating uh, i'm really fascinated to hear about your business model just uh, one question to you guys you guys intend to list in the near future Yeah, yeah, obviously. Why not? I mean, on the SME segment or on the main board segment? See, I mean, I, I can't comment on that. Uh, but I can say that uh, I mean, the the largest player in the segment is Bombard, right? Sorry, sorry. Come again. Largest player is Kashish. Uh, the largest player in the segment is uh, US-based uh, Buffett Capital, right? uh and uh sydney based uh, omni breezeway uh and and these are publicly traded company right uh so they have kind of uh, established that uh, this segment is very big this can scale this can this can also get listed right uh so i hope one day uh will be achieving that kind of things too no no obviously the opportunity is very huge and uh, yeah. you guys do not have any competition to Good, good. Kudos to you guys. All the thank best. you, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Vinod, for your kind words and the last you. question. Guys, we'll just uh, call it a day from. Uh, sorry, last question from my side. So basically, right now there are no regulations from Indian government for this sector, right? Yeah. See, But, uh, I mean, sorry, please, please go ahead, please. No, any strict regulations, basically, like how you have for uh, mutual funds uh, or uh, hedge funds, basically. See, I mean, uh, when when there is no regulation, you have to self-regulate, right? So we we kind of follow that self-regulation. Only thing which we have to maintain yeah. is because uh, it is see litigation funding is this is something which has been uh, kind of recognized by the Supreme Court of India, right? That this is a tool. Uh, I mean, uh, this is something which is uh, an element uh, of right and justice. uh which is necessary to resist the operation only thing which they have let down is uh when you are funding a case you have to follow the public policy and what public policy says um uh, that a lawyers cannot fund the case first second funders should not influence the bench uh, i mean we cannot uh try to kind of manage the judge right and and third part that uh funder should not i mean kind of uh, influence the case that you should close close down that case right and fourth is that whatever commercial agreement you are getting into whether you are charging 10% or you are charging 80% of that i mean uh, recovery amount things has to be decided in advance so you cannot change uh, once you are nearing the, the closure that i'll pay only when you increase my portion right so these are the things which you have to upgrade i understood so uh, that is working out uh, great and i hope it works out great for the future also but my uh, question was like basically if the regulations come in if it is not in the play of uh, the digitization funding or investment basically like right now as mm-hmm. there are no, uh, only few uh, hedge funds because of the regulations only basically because it's very hard to uh, survive with these regulations so there is Uh, please please <laughs> yeah. something sort of that happens uh, the how do you plan to 
सिंगापुर is related to indian parties right? wow. uh, and they they they, they yeah, exactly and they they go for singapore only because there is a facility of litigation funding right so they can actually they can actually transfer their legal cost to a litigation funder so if we are a, a, a home grown company if we can actually give that kind of facility to indian businesses they would like to i mean uh, pursue that case in in in, in india only right so if you talk about the ease of doing business or the in i mean all previous pre pre previous i mean uh, law panel uh, or the law commission they have advised that how important litigation funding can be can play a, a, a crucial role in the entire ecosystem so thanks a lot for overall across the world there has been no kind of regulations against this is what i understand exactly तो तो उसका कोई प्रेसिडेंट प्रेसिडेंट ही नहीं 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 है 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 ना चंदर नहीं, नहीं, तो मतलब ऐसा है कि है तो नहीं है। like, uh, <laughs> मेरे से क्वेश्चन था। ब्यूटिफुलट I don't see you guys stopping anytime soon yeah so you know god speed to you guys uh, and we wish that to see legal pay grow by leaps and bounds because this is still a very very nascent industry i don't think and the good part is there are no competitors here as well so i don't i don't see any reason why you people will slow down Hello. I would like uh, answer first, but uh, thank you so much, and I think uh, it has been an exciting discussion for us as well. And appreciate your kind words. I think uh, we'll definitely catch up some bit later on, and definitely discuss how things would have progressed for us. But uh, very happy to uh, come over and discuss, and all the best wishes to you and the entire builders community. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Kashish. That was the episode. 
hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this if you like the episode do share it with your friends and rate us on spotify google store and itunes if you want to join the water cooler podcast live join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me until next time upwards and onwards